Welcome to the Authentic Discipleship Podcast, where we seek to encourage and empower you on how to make disciples in and through authentic relationships, recapturing the heart of the early church that we read about in the Bible. Our goal is simply to equip you so that you can make a life-changing difference where God has planted you all for the glory of God and the good of the world. We pray that you are blessed by this week's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to the Authentic Discipleship Podcast, where everything we're discussing is encouraging, equipping, and empowering the church to make disciples in authentic relationships. And man, I am so glad to be back. I'm excited you're back listening with us. Uh, We took a bit of a hiatus at the end of 2023. It was quite a journey. I was sick for a bit. We've been changing some stuff around at the church but I am doubling down. I'm excited for the podcast, excited for new content this year, and overall just excited about what God is doing and what I believe he is going to do in 2024. And as always, I want to say thank you to our listeners. Thank you for listening. My earnest prayer is that this podcast is helpful for you, that it does encourage you, that it does equip you, and I pray it empowers you to go and do the last thing Jesus said for us to do, to go and make disciples of all the nations. And so I'm so glad that you're joining us. And uh, and today it's going to be a a fun, timely episode, uh, I believe. Today we're going to talk about a topic, and I want everybody to listen up to this. And the title of of the podcast or the episode today is this, We Need More Models Than Messages. Hear that again. We need more models than messages. And so I was thinking about this and um, really doubling down on the content of this podcast in that everything when um, when I just had a heart to do the podcast was uh, to start a conversation about what it looks like for men and women uh, to build into other men and women, to teach them who Jesus is, what he's done, and to equip, like I said, life on life to equip men and women of what it looks like to be authentic followers of Jesus. And so in this day and age, everyone has a platform at their fingertips through social media, through Instagram, YouTube. Everyone um, has the opportunity to share a message, has the opportunity to share uh, what they think, have the opportunity to share um, messages in hopes of getting likes and views and and all those sorts of things. And something that I'm beginning to learn in the Christian life is this, is that I believe in this coming generation, uh, we will need more models than we will new messages. I think about it a lot of, I listen to a lot of content, and and let me first go to say, if I'm thankful for that content that is online because uh, God has used messages, he's used podcasts, he's used online platforms to help encourage me, teach me, and build my faith. And so God uses these platforms in big ways. But something I want you to know recurring, cover to cover in the Bible, is that every time God moves or God gives a promise or he does something awesome, Satan always tries to counterfeit the activity of God. And what a counterfeit is, is it's a it's a form of something good, but it actually turns out to not be profitable. So example, the good things God does through social media, through our online media that can get the message of God out literally all across the globe, 
Satan has counterfeited this to uh, distract us with social media, to distract us with our purpose, to make us want to view this content, but also maybe perhaps to for us to make a, a platform for ourselves or a reputation for ourselves. I think about how many people want to be YouTube sensations with their life and really perhaps miss the stated purpose of living a life surrendered to God and doing things in quiet and in secret. Uh, I want to recommend a message that's going around on this. Francis Chan recently preached a message on uh, the importance of leading a quiet life. I'm not sure if that's the exact title, but I would love for you to go check that message out. And what he talked about is a lot of the content we're talking about today is that in Thessalonians, I believe, God gives us the call to live a quiet life, to work hard with our hands, and um, to be a good example. And so, anyway, I want to dive in, and uh, I want to talk about uh, how Jesus really taught more about being a model than giving a message. Jesus taught more about being a model than giving a message. So, I'm going to start out today in Matthew chapter 3, and uh, we're going to read that together, and I want to dive in um, and give you an encouraging message, all you disciple makers. So Matthew chapter 3, start in verse 13, it says this. It says, Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love, and with him I am well pleased. Uh, The first thing I want you to see is this. Jesus was a model for us. Jesus was a model for us. And so here... Why in the world, I just want to think about this, why in the world would Jesus be baptized? You see, baptism is uh, uh, a sign of uh, salvation. Um, you know, for us, when we get baptized as disciples, uh, it's us identifying with Christ's death. And, and really, it's a humbling thing. We're admitting that we had and lived in an old life of sin. And through the, the death and resurrection of Jesus on the cross, He, uh, by faith, has raised us up from that old life. We've died, been buried with him in baptism, and we've been raised up to live a new life that is now led by him, by the power of his spirit and through the lordship of Jesus over our life. So why did Jesus go and be baptized? He did it because he was modeling and identifying for us that he had become uh, humanity, that he was fully human, And though he had never sinned, he had nothing to repent of. He was identifying with our lives and now raised. He was going to model a life completely surrendered, completely uh, seeking to obey the leadership of the Holy Spirit. So Jesus is literally the perfect disciple. It says later in the scriptures that Jesus could do nothing. He could only do what he saw the Father doing. He was modeling perfectly who God is. So when we look to discipleship, the perfect disciple is Jesus. Now, if you'll remember in an earlier episode, I talked about what makes up a disciple. And the word disciple means uh, learner 
or follower. So Jesus was a perfect follower or learner of God. And the three descriptions I talked about was uh, a learner is a worshiper, a servant, and a missionary. So Jesus, after his baptism, lived out three and a half years of ministry as a perfect worshiper of God, that he com submitted himself completely and followed God wherever he led him. As a servant, Jesus was a man of no reputation, even though he was the, 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 the son of God, the, the man on the throne in heaven. He laid his life down to serve others, not himself. And then thirdly, he was a missionary. Remember that God sent him to earth on a kingdom mission uh, to die for the sins of the world, and he modeled this before he got to the cross by preaching the kingdom of God to all that would listen and repent and believe on Jesus. And so Jesus was a model, right? And, and again, you know, we talk about we don't need more messages about Jesus. We need more models of Jesus. Um, there's a sequence that I was talking to a friend about in a discipleship lunch. We, we went to your pie, and we were just discussing things about God. And uh, what I thought was really neat is how um, when Jesus had the opportunity to preach a good message, he actually did some really, really strange things. So he picked out 11, uh, I'm sorry, 12 disciples, and he dedicated his life to be a model for them, to mentor them, to train them. We talked about this in an earlier episode that the training and equipping of these 12 men would be the critical thing that would establish the kingdom of God on the earth. And so they're following Jesus, man, he's preaching, he's healing the sick, he's doing all these incredible things, proving that he is who he says he is. And then there comes this moment where Jesus comes up on a mountain and he's got as many listeners as he's ever had in his time in ministry. And so if I'm the disciples, I'm thinking, man, Jesus is about to let it ride. This is going to be an incredible message. He's going he's gonna to deliver this awesome thing. Well, then Jesus proceeds to give a message that is really, really strange. And uh, it's really, really kind of bizarre. He, he tells the crowds that, hey, basically, if you don't eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you have no part in me. And what this is, is he's sharing a prophetic message about one day they would take communion in remembrance of Jesus dying on the cross for their sin. But at that time, the, the listeners didn't understand. He didn't preach the message to please the people. He preached the message to please God. And so when he got done preaching this message, all the crowds were sort of weirded out, and they just kind of left. And so Jesus, who was human, looked to his disciples and said, Hey, man, are, are you guys going to leave me too? And all of them uh, said, and I believe it was Peter that said, God, I'd follow you anywhere. I don't even know where else I would go. And so why would Jesus do this? Well, number one, he was being a model of what it looks like to fear and obey the Lord more than to fear and try and please men. But secondly, he was being a model for the disciples to show that it wasn't about pleasing a crowd. It was about pleasing the Father by equipping and training men. And so uh, by all this, we see that Jesus is a model. And so now, how does this apply to us? Well, now let's look to the church. So all of us, remember, authentic disciples, there are no rogue disciples. Listen, if you're out there battling for the kingdom by yourself, remember, we are called to be members of a church. 
And so now let's look to the leadership of a church. Secondly, I want to show you in this podcast, elders are called to be models. Before elders give messages, elders are called to be models. So I want to read out of 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5. And it says, verse 1, it says, To the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder and a witness of Christ's sufferings, who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Verse 2, Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you're willing, as God wants you to not uh, to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you who will receive the crown of glory will never fade away. So he says here that elders are to be examples to the flock. That sounds a lot like elders are to be models to the people of God. And for those that don't know, an elder is an, an, uh, an overseer of the church, right? A, a lot of denominations, you would think about your pastor, your pastor is an elder. It's my permanent belief that churches are to be led by a plurality of elders, overseers. Um, and it says that overseers are not to be primarily just the message givers, but they are to be the models and examples to the church of what it looks like to follow Jesus. In fact, the qualifications to be an elder in 1 Timothy 3 and Titus 1, it is really uh, character traits. It's really the call to be a good example. And so, uh, again, this call to model is lived out by Jesus, and it's commanded by the leaders of the church, all right? And so we see that the call to uh, model an elder, or the call to elder is to be a model. So I want to talk to you, and I want to talk to church leaders, and this is a little bit subjective. This is my opinion. But a lot of times I think the issue in the church is that elders try to exercise authority or platform first instead of being willingly being willing to surrender, submit, to serve, and be a good example to the flock. So remember, leaders out there, church pastors, our call is to be a good example, a good model to the church first. Now, thirdly, let's get to disciples. So that's us. Whether you're a church leader, whether you're a small group leader, whether you're a church attender, hear this. Disciples are called to be models. Disciples are called to be models. We've said it before that discipleship is much more caught than it is taught. Discipleship is much more caught than it is taught. So we are to live lives in this world that are examples to people, that people see the life of Jesus in us just as much as they hear about the life of Jesus through us. Hear that again. People are to see the life of Jesus in us as much or more than they hear about the life of Jesus through us. So in other words, our, message don't carry, our messages don't carry weight if we are not good models. And, and I believe, man, I, I just believe in this generation of a distracted society as kids grow up with much more engagement in entertainment and online media platforms than learning how to engage with people. I just believe in this coming move of God that the churches that will flourish, the people of God, how the kingdom of God will grow, will be those that know how to do uh, 
discipleship or disciple making through life on life meaningful relationships. I believe people are craving it. I believe that this is how God wants to advance the church is through everyday ordinary people like me and you who are willing to lead to lay who are willing to lay our lives down and embrace the life Jesus has for us. Uh, a quote I've been sharing with our church a lot lately. I want to share it with you. The goal of the Christian life is not to do great things for Jesus. The goal of the Christian life is to allow Jesus to live his life through us. Hear that again. The goal of the Christian life is not to do things for Jesus. The goal of the Christian life is to allow Jesus to live his life through us. What life did Jesus live? He lived his life as a model, as a perfect example. We are to take up that mantle, lay our lives down, and be a good example to the world of who Jesus is. And so today, in our disciple-making efforts, I just want to recap, and I want to leave you with some encouragements um, as you go about your day. Remember, we live in a day and an age where everyone has a message, everyone wants a platform. I believe the world needs more models, more good models, than the world needs more good messages. Where do we learn this from? Number one, we see that Jesus was primarily a model, much more than just a message giver. Secondly, we see the church, that leadership in the church are called to be models much more than just deliver messages. And we see that the call to be a disciple is the call to lay our lives down and pick up the life of Jesus. Remember, what is the call of the disciple? To deny ourselves, to take up our cross, and follow Jesus. Listen, all listeners, be a good example today. All right? Well, that's all we have time for. I pray you are so blessed by this episode. It is my joy and a privilege to share. Remember, we're coming with much more content in 2024. It would mean the world to me if you would like, you would rate, you would leave a comment, and you would share this content with someone in your life, with your church, so that this message can get out. It is my honest belief that this is a conversation that the Lord wants us to talk about. And so I cannot thank you again for listening, and I want to encourage you today. Be a good example. I want to empower you today. Go out and live the life Jesus lived. Go out and bear the fruit of the Spirit. Go out and tell someone about Jesus, okay? And remember, we only get to do this life one time. Let's live it on purpose. Love you guys. We'll catch you 